This episode is brought to you by my MySer tracking spreadsheet. You've heard me speak about the importance of tithing, and this time of year, the month of Elul is perfect for accounting, not just spiritual. We want to make sure that we fulfilled our obligation of tithing. As fiduciary agents of God's money, we want to close our year with the books in order. Why? Because we're about to enter a new year in which God decides again how much bounty he will provide us with, and that provision depends to a large extent on how good of a financial manager we've been. So if you've been wanting to commit to this mitzvah of ma'aser or tithing, one for which God guarantees wealth, I've created a simple miser tracking spreadsheet or tithe tracker so that you do your tracking for this past year and close the books with accuracy and or start your new year fully committed to tracking your MISER accurately and diligently. Download your free MISER tracking spreadsheet at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash tithe tracker. That's jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash tithe tracker. Jewish Latin Princess episode 194, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women and from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess podcast. And now, Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at jewishlatinprincess.com, your host, Yael. Happy Friday, Erev Shabbat, and almost Erev Rosh Hashanah. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. Today's Ask Yael Friday, but before we dive in, a recap of the week. Well, we had the birthday of the world on Thursday, pretty momentous occasion, the 25th day of Elul, special day. But over here on this podcast, we had Rabbi Arya Niven on Monday, highly recommend the episode. I've actually spent the last four days doing his Elul boot camp, and I was very pleased with the work. I highly recommend it. I learned a lot, and I came out with a lot of clarity and perspective and a plan for the new year. We also finished our Elul financial coaching sessions. Now, I, I don't think you knew about that. I didn't even re- really share it here on the podcast. I didn't have time to, but if you're subscribed to my newsletter, you heard that I opened three 90-minute spots during the month of Elul to help you with your finances and help you create a plan for the coming year. And it was wonderful. Here's a few of the things that participants had to say. One of them said, I found the coaching session incredible. Yeah, El helped me to understand the different ways to view a financial statement as well as things to consider when investing. I think I may want to revisit and have an additional session in six months. Well, I'm very happy about that. And then here's another one, another lady who said, these one and a half hours saved me over 3,000 pounds and months of strife where I would be sacrificing my family life. It helped me unearth, discover my calling, destiny, which I almost forgotten about. So many whys and whats in my life make sense now. It put me directly into actions for a fruitful and meaningful life that I look forward to stepping into with no hesitation and with such clarity. In this month of Elul, all I can say is the king is in the field indeed. Yael is the person so connected and works as an arm of the king reaching out to me. All I want to say from the bottom of my heart is thank God and thank you, Yael. Wow, right? Those are so, such awesome um, notes. Thank you for the feedback. I also loved doing these. By the way, are you subscribed to my newsletter? A lot happens over there that often doesn't even make it to the podcast, like these 90-minute 
LL sessions because really a lag in production times, right? Um, oftentimes this, this, this podcast is already, you know, scheduled or produced. Um, and I might come up with a new thing that I'm throwing in there and I just announced it in the newsletter. So you totally should be there. You can head over to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash newsletter to get in pretty simple no, no frills kind of um, opt-in page. Um, and it's a place that I dedicate a lot of love to. I really, I really enjoy writing my emails. <laughs> As you can see, they come from me. I don't have anybody else writing them for me. And I think it's mutual. mutual. I think the open rate and the response rate to my emails is high, really, really high. And it gives me a chance to get to know you better, to serve you better. It's a great place to learn more from me and, and me from you for us to be connected. So if you haven't joined, go ahead and do that at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash newsletter. This week we had a series of mini-sodes and yesterday's was all about Meister tithing, a deeper dive into the mitzvah of tithing with stories that will surely inspire you to take this with dedication and accuracy, plus practical advice on how to do this. As you know, I'm very much into bringing the spiritual and the practical together. So I hope that you enjoyed that mini-sode. If you haven't caught it yet, I highly recommend you do. We also have the tithe tracker for you completely free at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash tithe tracker. That's where you download that. On branding, let's talk about branding, branding news. I told you last week that the new name of the show is now on iTunes as Jewish Money Matters. Pretty exciting, bold move. Now And now I have someone finally working on the cover art for this show I'll do an episode explaining more about what the show is really about and the desire for changing the show. Um, but for now, I'm excited to finally get to see that cover art. I'm also looking forward to your reviews and your feedback. So keep them coming. I want to know what you're thinking of the new show's content and format. As you can tell, I'm building the engine as I fly the plane, literally. <laughs> so it's super helpful for me to hear from you as I'm building it because it allows me to tweak along the way and hopefully this plane will not crash. It's an interesting way to fly a plane, okay? Anyway, I think the above covers the reviews. Um, so I will skip the iTunes section for now. But yes, every week I want to be able to pick one of you to give you a 20-minute money session or a life session, whatever's on your mind really. So leave a review and rating on iTunes and really it's a great, great way to help the show and you might be picked on Friday and then we'll get to connect. We also want you to leave a review on the mini-sodes or any episode and send us the screenshot of your review by putting it on your Instagram stories and tagging me at Jewish Latin Princess or emailing me the screenshot, yeah, L at Jewish Latin Princess, and we'll send you a coffee and a link to get together as well. All right, so before we get into the mailbag, we have an update from the lady who had asked a couple weeks ago about gambling. As you know, we covered that a few Ask Yael episodes ago, maybe, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, and she says, I listened carefully, and yes, I need the help. I will look into these resources resources, and in the meantime, I will go to the bank to put a limit on my card and there's a government agency where I could go voluntarily and have them prohibit me from entering the casino. I did not know that. 
Um, evidently, as I told you that one time, she lives outside the United States. And I think those are incredibly proactive, amazing moves. Now I have an even more recent update from this listener. And she says, I am now in a support group. Thank you so much. And I've been three weeks without gambling. How about that, ladies? Isn't that awesome? I'm so happy for you. Um, and when I got these updates from her, I made a note that I really wanted to come back on the show and share them with all of you. So much continued success on this. Now, today we have a question from Anonymous. And Anonymous says the following. She says, I have a work-related issue, Yael. I teach private music lessons, and thank God there is much blessing in this. I have a wait list even because... I, I'm sorry, I have a wait list even, or I even have a wait list because I'm at full capacity and I don't want to overextend myself and I'm a mother of four. In these classes, the relationship between student and teacher is very important. My dilemma is that often students cancel class at the last minute and I believe that I have to charge for class anyways, but I fear doing it because I don't want to hurt that relationship. She yes, she might pay me that class that she missed, but if she considers that I shouldn't have charged her for missing class, then she won't want to come again, meaning the mother might get offended, etc. What do you recommend? I do say before I take on a student that if they cancel last minute, I will charge for the class, but in practice, it's hard for me to implement this. They miss class, and instead of telling me, don't worry, I will pay you for class, they just ask me if they can reschedule for another day. Okay, Anonymous, I think you have to get over this need to please because it will hurt you and your business and your students as well. By the way, it's not their responsibility to offer you the money. It would be very gracious if they did, but um, this last part of, you know, they miss class and instead of telling me, don't worry, I will pay for your class, and instead asking to reschedule, they can do that. It's up to you to set the boundaries, okay? So again, we have to do what we can control. We can, if we live expecting others to behave a certain way, we're going to live very, very frustrated and we're not going to accomplish what we want to accomplish, okay? So if you don't set the boundary and implement it, you will have, you will actually, because I just said that it could hurt your students as well, you will actually have more cancellation rates which translates in less transformation for your students. So I want you to think about this. You're actually doing your students a favor by having a solid cancellation policy in place. It means that you're forcing them to be, forcing is a strong way, but you're basically um, setting up a level of commitment to the process and to taking their learning seriously. So the first step is to create an agreement that you send every parent before you take on a class and this paper will state the fee, the times that you agreed upon, the cancellation policy, the rescheduling policy, and any notes, anything else that you want to add on homework or practice that you might think it's relevant to add here. And that's how you create the professional boundary, right? You're establishing that you're a professional. This is not like a hobby that you do on the side. Well, you know, if I have some free time, I'll teach classes. No, no, no. You just said that this is a business for which you have tons of demand, right? So you establish a professional boundary. Remember, this is not a personal relationship. You're entering into a business relationship. It might be the business of teaching, a student teacher, but it's still a business, meaning I have a service to offer 
that you need and value, and therefore you pay a mutually agreed price for the value of this, that service. It's voluntary. You don't like the terms or you don't see the value in it, then you're free to seek somebody else and no harm done, right? No hurt feelings. You talk about the relationship between student and teacher being very important, but you yourself are the one hurting that relationship. You're enabling a dynamic where they can disrespect they can they can disrespect your time and your training. Um, so really, it's time for you to take to be much more firmer on those boundaries and implementing them. Just because you have a limit or a boundary doesn't mean that you're not a loving, fun, dedicated, amazing teacher. In the same way as just because you have limits with your children, you're a mother, right? So you'll get this doesn't mean that you're not a loving, amazing, and dedicated parent. In fact, it's just the opposite, right? Having and implementing the boundaries reflects how much love you have for your profession and how seriously you take it, which in turn is so much better for your students. They want a person who's a professional. It makes also your students love it and take it seriously as well. It commands respect and admiration, right? So, Implementing the boundaries that you've established, first of all, put it all in writing. And second of all, you have to execute it with absolutely no shame and no qualms. They cancel and you just send the bill. However way you always send the bill, you know, um, if you just every time after class send a PayPal link, then you do that. After a cancellation, you send the pay- PayPal Like If you just once a month send an a invoice or a link, then you add it to that. However way you're billing them and... If, you know, you didn't ask about billing, but it, it, it behooves you to have a, 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 a good billing system that works for you. But anyway, whatever the way is, you'll just send, you'll just charge them for the class. There's nothing to be discussed because the procedure was clearly explained and signed off on. All right. Good luck with that. Now, Jackie asks, is there a brokerage firm that you recommend? Thanks for the question, Jackie. Yes, there are a few. And I will say that you will have to play with the platforms a little bit and see which one, you know, you don't have to sign up to just explore them a little bit and see which one you feel more comfortable with. I mean, it's there, a lot of it is about um, user experience, right? I personally like Vanguard and Betterment a lot, both for the user experience, the ease of use of the platforms, the low fees, and in the case of Vanguard, the ease with which I can communicate with staff, um, is staff the right word? With yeah, who, who are very helpful. I, I, I will say I haven't found it as easy to get in touch with people at Betterment, but when I finally, when I needed to, and I finally got through to someone, they were tremendously helpful. So um, those are my two go-tos, but I will add that Fidelity is also ranking really, really high in the discount brokers world. And I've had experience with them as we used to have a 401k with them and it was a pretty good experience. And I've heard from, you know, and we didn't keep that so long um, there because again, I just like the less accounts I have or the less financial institutions I work with, the better streamline and keep, you know, everything, simplify everything. But I have heard, um, not only did I have a good experience for the short amount of time that we use them, which is maybe like four years, but I've heard for listen, from listeners of the show who are using Fidelity and they said that their, their staff, whenever they called, were super, super helpful. So I would explore 
those three, Vanguard, Fidelity, and Betterment. In terms of fees, you know what to look for. Hopefully, you've heard the show long enough. Stay focused on index funds or ETFs for their low expense ratios and really watch out for those expense ratios um, if, if you're, you know, especially if you're in the world of mutual funds, um, if you really have to go to the mutual fund route, which I doubt you have to because any of these platforms I just mentioned will have a variety of index funds or ETFs accessible to you. There's also any, you know, added fees that they may charge, but usually they should be pretty low, really. Uh, but do pay attention, read up on that a little bit on their website. And then beyond that, stick to the one who you find the easiest to use. Um, and again, I use Vanguard and Betterment. I'm very, very happy. And Fidelity uh, seems to be really paid also a high ranking one over there. All right, good luck with that. And that's a wrap, ladies. Please continue to send in your questions via DM on Instagram or email. And if you want to co-host, let me know as well. I'm happy to bring you on to help me answer listeners' questions. That is always a lot of fun and it's less lonely, of course. <laughs> this is my opportunity to wish you a Shana Tova Ometuka, a very sweet new year with only revealed blessings for you and your family. Remember to light Shabbat candles tonight before the appropriate time in your particular city. And I'll see you here next year. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question, or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit JewishLatinPrincess.com.